Hello, 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 everyone. How is everyone doing? Hello, Gigi. Laura, hello. How is everyone? Dana, Pinky, howdy. Howdy, everybody. Hello, Portuguese princesses here. Uh, I see Didi. 90 sips tea reality. Hello. You always have the tea. I'll go to your page whenever I want to know what's going on. You seem to know stuff before. Hi. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. There she is. Hi. Hi. How's everybody doing? Good. <laughs> so today, when I woke up, the power was out. Oh, it's no. like it was 93 degrees. So that just kind of gives you an idea of the type of day that I had. It was only out for like hour and a half, but it was it wasn't it wasn't the type of day that I wanted to have. So if it makes you feel better, my air conditioner never got turned on in my office, which is where I'm at now. It was 99 today, and my husband is to blame. <laughs> Holy oh, crap! Wow. <laughs> That's terrible. So okay, so melting. It's fine. Everything's fine. I'm glad that you're okay. That's that's crazy. Okay, so before the 90 days air today, we're seven episodes in, and we didn't get any Amanda and Rosvon or David and Sheila, right? Am I forgetting someone? Every nobody else was there, right? Uh oh, Didi fell off. Oh, Didi. Oh crap! Where did she go? Didi, rejoin. No, Amanda and Rosvon, but the previous for their situation next week, I can't wait to have Dee Dee's take on. Right? I know, right? Hold on. Let me see where Dee Dee's at. Let me she's see gonna, if I can. She's going to be concerned about his sword, I'm sure. Well, it got kind of awkward because she was like, oh, no, I'm at my time of the month. And he was like, I don't care. Yeah. He's like, we're going to. Oh, she says resend it. I got booted. Okay, let me try to resend it. We might have to restart actually because the last time this happened, we couldn't get Dee Dee back. Yeah. So I'm glad that this happened early because yeah. we might have to end this live and come back. And Pinky says she dropped her phone in water and it submerged. Oh no! So I'm not the only one having a bad day today. Oh my God, these are terrible. Okay, so all right, we're gonna end this live. So everyone here, it's gonna restart in like one minute, probably thirty seconds, because Dee Dee is gone. We don't know why. So wait, oh wait, hold on. I just got a request from Didi. Let's see if it let me, um, lets me let her in before we end it. Um, you're there. I'm back. You're back. Okay. We were just about to end it. Okay, so good. Everybody's here. We don't right. have to end it. Guys, I'm telling you, we, we got some crazy weather going on. I'm sorry. It seems I'm sorry. Like, it seems like today, is everybody's like crap day, right? I feel like everyone's going through that. So we were just talking about Amanda and Rosma because we didn't get them next this week, but we're gonna get them next week. Did you see the preview for that, Dee Dee? Because we were thinking about you. Yeah. And we know that there's a lot of uh, TMI. I can't 
information. Explain. I can explain, Didi. <laughs> I think I think she knows what's going on with the sword. There was no donuts or bananas, but there's the sword. And, and Roz wants to that. I understood that. So Well, I've <laughs> heard that real men don't mind that. Let's not get weird. But you know what? Let's not even get into this. Is, this is this conversation is taking a turn that we shouldn't be taking. Yeah. You know what? That I, I caught myself before I said it and I was like, you know what? This conversation is taking a turn in a direction that we shouldn't be going. So let's let that wait <laughs> until next week. We're, We're gonna go get dark. weird next week, obviously. But yeah. let, let's let's stick to the the um the Catholic conversation, right? Because we got um Yeah, we gotta have the PG. Yes. We gotta have the PG version this week. The Misha, <laughs> Misha and Nicola version of the conversation, right? Let's stick to the Catholic version. Okay, so yeah. I have some some thoughts on this because I always said since the beginning that Misha and Nicola have nothing in common except they're both Catholic. And I'm sticking by that. And I think that Nicola has a very interesting outlook on what a Catholic person is supposed to look like and what they're supposed to do and what they're not supposed to do. And I think that it's gonna cause issues because Misha is a new found Catholic, right? So yeah. she has things that she's done. She has places that she enjoys to go. Like she likes to club, she likes to dance, she likes to do normal stuff. Like I'm not, and he, he called the district where bars and clubs were hell. Yeah. And I was like, that is really ridiculous. So going, cause he's like, oh, there's nothing wrong with drinking alcohol, but he calls a bar hell. Like it's, it's such a sin. And he referred to- Problem being in the bar himself. Well, no, he seemed to have a really good time. And that's the whole thing. It's like the people who tell you not to do things are usually the people who love to do them themselves. They enjoy it. It's something that they love. That's the one thing I learned growing up in a religious cult. Everything that they told me I wasn't supposed to do, I caught the people doing. They just didn't want me to have a good time, right? They didn't want me to have a good time. That was wrong, but they could do it as long as nobody knew about it. So I, I feel like their relationship isn't gonna go very far because they're going to, I think I called it on Twitter, a judge off. Like, you know, when two um, really religious people, they kind of go into a judge off and they judge each other on, on their actions and they're kind of fighting with each other and who's the, Holier than thou yeah. is what I used to call it with my mom because she she's always, we have holier than thou conversations. She takes whatever I'm doing and she picks it apart and says like, well, if you were a good Christian, you wouldn't do this and you wouldn't do that. Yeah. And you know, so I feel like that's their, that's their relationship. It's always gonna be a who's holier than thou. And it's always gonna be Nicola who's gonna win because he's a 46 year old virgin. Yeah. He took it to the point where he is a virgin at his age, that's how much how serious he takes his religion and I feel like Misha is finally seeing now that the person that she thought she was interested in is a cold-hearted um judgmental what's a nice way to say it right I mean he's kind of yeah he's kind of a jerk right like I feel like he's 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 a jerk but like in a a religious way you yeah. know but that's 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 still a jerk you know like he, he makes it seem like everything that she's doing is so wrong. And she said that she smokes like one cigarette. What did she say, a year or a month? Year, yeah. Okay, I have no issue with that. Like, I don't agree, I don't endorse, I don't wanna say it, I don't agree. I don't endorse um, smoking, but I do know that people smoke and I do know that smoking, the less amount you smoke, the better it is for your health. Yep. I do know there's people who smoke a pack a day. There's people who smoke four packs a month. You know, I know that 
and there's levels of it. So if you're only going to smoke one time out of the year, I'm not going to judge you on that. Yeah. I feel like she can't win with him. No matter what she does, it's just, it's just wrong. Yep. There's no, there's no fine line or anything. It's just, you shouldn't do that. It's just wrong. And he said something that caught my attention on this episode. He said, I'm not going to change. I'm always going to be who I am. So if she wants anything more than who I am, this isn't going to work. Yep. No relationship can work where you're never willing to change. Because I hate to say this because we always say the term, love me for who I am. But in order for two people to come together as one and be in a relationship and be in a marriage, there is some form of change and compromise. That's just how it is. Because especially if you're going from being a single person to a married person, you have to change. You have to start picking up after yourself. When you move in together, you know, you can't dirty the house. You can't leave things in the dish, dish, in the sink. You know, you have to have some form of adaptation to bringing that person into your life. And I feel like he's not willing to do that. Yep. And he put a half an hour time limit on her too. What was that? Right. He, yeah, he said, I only want to be here in a half an hour. And then 20 minutes later, he's dancing having a good time and it's like he's so wrapped up in being a good catholic he doesn't even know what he likes or dislikes he just knows what he's supposed to do and what he's not supposed to do and he doesn't determine or decipher between those it's like well you're not supposed to do that so i don't like that even though he does like it he enjoys it it's something that they could have in common that they could do together and what's so wrong with going out dancing with the person you love you're not going out and doing anything wrong you're not cheating you're not being promiscuous you're out with the person that you love. What's so wrong with doing that? The amount of double standards this season has blown my mind. Everybody on yeah. the double standard. Yeah. And um, a lot of them are wanting to dish out, but they can't take it whenever yep. it's being dished to them. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I agree. So <laughs> at some point, um, Misha's going to meet his brother because we heard a conversation that he had set up a meeting for um, Misha to meet with Nicola's brother. I didn't hear them say the mom yet. Did you hear that he, she's going to meet his mom? Yeah, I didn't hear that either. So I guess it's one person. I do think one meeting the family should be done in, in small doses. Like you don't invite someone over to meet your family on Thanksgiving Day when the whole family and extended family is there because I don't think people are are mentally prepared to deal with the level of judgment and, and craziness of family. I know for my family, if I want people to meet my family, you're gonna meet like one person a year. Because if you meet them all at once, you're never gonna talk to me. Yep. Again. So I, I think that it's good for the small doses. You know, she does need to get to know his family. They do need to know she exists. That's yep. that's a given. She has to be a person that exists. And for a 46-year-old version, it's weird that he's not telling people. Yeah. that she exists because if i was 46 years old and never i'm married never in a relationship never had sex well i don't want to say never in a relationship he wasn't in a relationship 20 years ago but like i feel like the first thing i would do is tell everyone and then she's beautiful so the first thing i'll do is show everyone yeah. pictures yeah. of her right i'll be like look i'm not single i'm dating this <laughs> woman she's here you should come see her in person because she's not even a catfish yeah i agree but well also too also too she made a very good statement um, she's saying that she believes that it's Nicola that has um, a problem with her past. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I caught that too. Because at first he made it seem like her, his mom was going to be the one who is judgmental and wasn't going to accept her. But I think that he, deep down, wants her to stop doing literally everything that she used to do. And he's not going to be happy until she does that. 
it kind of reminded me of Nicole and Mahmoud. Yeah. Like, it, it was like Nicole got there and Mahmoud was like, okay, I love you. Now change everything that you've ever done so you can fit into my lifestyle. And I kind of feel like that's how Nicola is looking at it. He's like, well, okay, now that I love you, stop smoking cigarettes, stop going dancing, stop doing this, don't do any of that stuff. Just do the things that I say are okay. And that's not a relationship either. No one is ever going to deal with you telling them and dictating to them who they are as a person, what they, what they can and can't do. Like, this is never going to work. But I've always said it from the beginning. The one thing they have in common is religion. And religion is what caused most of the wars in this world. So the only thing that you have in common is religion. That's what tears people apart. That's what literally has countries at odds with each other. It's religion. So if that's all yep. you have, there's no foundation. You have nothing to work with. Yep. I did enjoy the hell out of watching him try to block the car windows while she changed her clothes. <laughs> that was great. He was really, really bothered by that. Yeah. He didn't want anyone to see her. Yeah. And I was like, it's not that serious. Like, have you ever been to the beach? Because at the beach, when I go to the beach, there's always people like dressing just randomly everywhere. And yeah. I'm just like, guys, there's like bathrooms. There's, there's like places where you can go. People just get dressed everywhere. So yeah. I guess in his country, they don't. But like when I go to the beach, I always see more butt cheeks than I signed up for because people are just getting dressed everywhere. They go to their car, they just get dressed right outside their car. I'm yeah. like, can I just walk to my car without you like getting naked in front of me? Like, please, like calm down. There are bathrooms, you know? Like, yeah. So he definitely wanted to shield her from the world. And yeah. I think that it's, it's a cultural thing. You know, a lot of countries aren't as okay with yeah that as, as Americans are. And, you know, we have new beaches. There's like a new beach not even that far from my house. Like mm -hmm. there's, people are just okay with that type of stuff here. In other countries, I get it. It's, it's a more conservative lifestyle, but I just think that he's so uptight, right? Like, I just feel like he's like so wound up and uptight with a stick so far up. He's yep. never gonna understand what it's like to just be happy and live in the moment. I kind of yep. feel like he got a taste of it at the nightclub when he was dancing, that was like the, the most un-uptight I saw him because yes. he's usually so wound up and so uptight. So I was like, well, maybe she's gonna loosen him up a little bit. Yeah. You know, cause I feel like at first I was like, she's gonna change, she's gonna have to change for him, but maybe she can get the chance to loosen him up a little bit. The only thing that he's ever said that I agreed with though was tonight when he said, I can't fight with your children because that would be the end of us. And it's like, that is spot on. Yeah. And yeah. her children aren't really children because they're yeah. getting ready to go to college. You know, these are, these are young adults. Yeah. So him coming in and trying to change these girls is going to, you're right, it will be the end. Yep. Because first of all, she's going to take her daughter's side. That's what any mother would do. Yep. And these girls don't need to do anything that he says. He's not their dad. Yep. He ain't even their stepdad. Like, his opinion is irrelevant. Yep. And I know it's it's good to get along, you know, with your step parent or whatever, but that's years down the line. Like there's people who've had step parents for five, six, seven years and they still won't say like mom or dad. They're still the person, but they call them by their first name. Yeah. They haven't earned they haven't earned that yet. Like you don't get to tell me what to do. You're just the guy that's dating my mom. You know, like so I definitely think that he he was right. And we were worried about that because we were like, Well, what if he goes in and he tries to tell the daughters that they can't go out. They can't drink. They can't have boyfriends. They can't date or things like that. But I feel like he, he understands boundaries because the boundary has to stop with Misha. You can't really do anything with anyone, her children or anyone related to her. The relationship is between she and he. So it'll, it should stay there. Mike, 
concern is that he saw a different side of her in the nightclub and she saw a different side of him and now she likes that side of him which she'll probably never see again oh yeah he's probably gonna have to go and and do do they do hell marys is that what they do in catholic <laughs> yeah, he's gonna do like five thousand hell marys for that night for staying and yep. going in that nightclub he's probably still doing hell marys right now yep. he's like literally still there like oh my gosh forgive me forgive me forgive. he's like saying over and over because you know that was so out of character for him and it's funny because he looked the happiest we've seen him doing that but i know that he's never gonna forgive himself for staying more than 30 minutes and indulging it's and just having a good time it's fine they drank they had sex and then they had a cigarette oh they do penance penance thank you um who said that thank you portuguese princess he's doing <laughs> penance right now hey, hey molly. molly how are you doing hi molly hopefully <laughs> hopefully you had a good birthday i didn't hear if there was a party because i wasn't invited but i'm hopefully that hopefully you had a good birthday so I want to talk about um, Riley and what's her name? Violet. Violet. Yeah. yeah. So we were we were watching a conversation with Riley and Violet, and Violet was kind of coming for Riley because she felt like he was rude, and it was very yeah. ironic. Like you know how you, there's that meme where the guy's like ironing his face, and I was like, the irony here is like so thick because you're rude. Violet. Like, you're the rude one. So when she's like, in my culture, you come across as very rude and very disrespectful. And I was like, huh? Well, Are you talking my, about yourself? In my culture, you come across as a flat-ass bitch. Like, <laughs> yes. she called them fat yes. and ugly. And now she's like, well, you're not being, like, sensitive to my culture. And, okay, so I know that Riley was supposed to bring a gift for her mom. And we learned this going, ooh, dating back to even like yeah. David and Annie. Yeah. When you go to, um, especially in their culture and the different cultures going back in the Europe, into that area, you bring gifts, you bring something. We've seen water buffaloes, we've seen cows, we've seen literally all types, just money. Sometimes they just say, give me some money. Just, yeah. you don't come empty handed. So I understand that part, but a lot of people are feeling that she's ignoring the fact that she's not being respectful to him she wants him to adapt to her culture yeah. and then she doesn't want to learn anything about his culture because he's like well when are you going to learn about my culture and how the things that you do and say make me feel because she's like well you're here you should you should learn more about my culture and i feel like they have been she's been taking him to different educational places yeah like i feel like it's a field trip i feel like he's on like the eighth grade field trip every time they go out it's like Why? a different educational place Why? because she can't take him around her husband that's why I mean, yeah. that it, I do think it's weird that he hasn't been able to go to where she physically lives. Because you know that house that they went to with her daughters and her mom was not where she's living. That's, That's her the mom. family um, Right. Um, that, yeah. Exactly. Why can't he see where they live? And you might be onto something. There's there's definitely something fishy going yeah. on with Violet. And the fact me, that- Me and Cara's been saying it from the beginning that, you know, she's still on the, she's still on the dating um, app. And um, she won't take him to her physical home. She won't spend the night with him in the hotel room. She can only be around him certain times of the day. So, I mean, put two and two together. She's still, she's still married. She's got her little, um, she's got her husband at the house waiting on her. Yep. Well, that was the main issue. He wanted to know the status of her divorce. And that was the one thing she wasn't honest about. She didn't and tell him what was hasn't. going on. 
Well, every time he brings up any type of question or anything that he wants to have conversation-wise about her action, she's like, we shouldn't be talking about that. Or I don't want to talk yeah. about that. That's super weird and fishy to me because it's peculiar because in order to build a relationship, he's only there for a short amount of time. In order to know if you want to get married, you want to move forward. First of all, you want to know that they're not married to someone else. I mean, that's a given. But you want to actually have serious conversations with each other and be able to determine if the things that you were told are true. Because this is the time that he gets to put her words to the test. Like the things that she said about herself, he gets to verify in person. And I feel like she's going out of her way to make sure he can't verify any information to her. Like at all, like nothing, any question that he has, she shoots him down like, well, we shouldn't talk about that. We should only talk about happy thoughts or happy things or good things. No, relationships are the strongest when you're going through a tough time. Yeah. Because if you're not strong in a relationship, the tough time will be the end of that relationship. And every time he tries to go through and have a tough conversation, she's like, oh, well, I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to deal with that. That's just, we should just forget about the past. And it's like, how can you forget about the past when you still don't know what the past is? Yeah. It would be easier to forget if you actually knew what it was. Yeah. I think he but, wouldn't be, I think he wouldn't really be hounding her if she would just answer the questions. You yeah. know, whenever you go, when you start dating someone and they have all of these um, secrets and they're flat out lying to you in your face, that makes you want to dig even more. Yeah. If she would just answer the questions and answer them honestly, he would leave. I think he would leave it alone. Yeah. yeah. He only wants to know what's going on. And I don't think that's asking a lot. He's, I think he said he flew 30 something hours. Yeah. You just want to know that you didn't do this for nothing. You want to know that the person that you are coming to see is the person that they say and they it, are. He's not what asking. If they so much cheaper if he would have just hired the private investigator yeah. before he left, found out all the shit, and backed out. Then she'd be messaging his dad all night. It's fine. <laughs> oh, and whenever, um, whenever they got to talking about that, um, she got mad because he brought it to her attention that he knows that she was saying some awful things about him, yeah. and he like she shut it down really quick, yep. really quick. So how how can she do that? Why does she keep doing that if he's asking you a question because she knows that she just got caught in a lie? So she's got to shut it down real quick and try to play the victim. Yep. Thank you, Shelly1141, for the badge. Yeah, she definitely is not giving him the opportunity to get to know her, yep. which I thought was this whole trip. And it's like he wants to give her the benefit of a doubt, but at this point, it's all doubt. There's no benefit in there it's all doubt it's like i doubt everything you're telling me because i can't verify it. and then when i try to get answers from you you don't want to give me any information and it's like tiffany was the one that we met in the beginning in riley's first episode and she was the one who was like i know you're not going to vietnam to meet this woman after all the stuff that you told me so she was the perfect person to have this conversation but i'm gonna say this i don't like the fact that riley needs answers and he feels like the only way to get them is through someone else you can't yeah. marry somebody if you can't get information from them. Yep. This is never going to work. If you feel like you can ask them a question a hundred times and never get an answer, there's no purpose of talking of marriage because this isn't a relationship. Communication is important. So the fact that he needed to send someone else in to try to get information out of her 
shows that there is no relationship here. There's no foundation. There's nothing to build. If she can't be open and honest with you and have an actual conversation with you, go home. Yep. Get back on the plane. Go home. And like you said, this all could have been saved, time saved, trip saved, money saved by having that private investigator pull it up because you know how fast they pull up things like we were watching the Thai race scene and they're like oh i got a hit on this i found out this this is insane and i know Kara, you're like a, a mini private investigator because i can give you like a very small amount of information and you come back with like a page worth of stuff so it's like this would have been like a two-day deal and, and riley would have known everything that he needed to know oh yeah not gotten on that. he would have just called me out and told him she's married i mean <laughs> Is she married or did she get divorced? But no, still, she's still but wait, 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 hear me out. Did she get divorced, but she's still seeing him because in order for this to work, she had to be divorced because we have seen in the past. Did you guys watch um, Seeking Sister Wife? Our, um, I think one of them, they divorced their wife so they could bring on the second wife, but they're still together. Like that type of thing, like she divorced her husband doesn't mean that they're not together anymore. But in order for this to work, she needed to be divorced. Like, oh, I don't know. Still married. Yeah, she's I still married. Yeah, I think they I think she's still married too. I think that this is all like me and Cara is we're we're still on the same page with this. Yep. She is still married. If this is all just a game, this is all just a joke to her because she never thought in a million years that Riley would get on the plane and go to Vietnam. 100%. That's why she's not being truthful about anything. That's why she's still on the dating app. That's why, once again, Riley cannot go to her home. Um, she can't spend the night with Riley. I mean, yeah, no, it doesn't take even, a rocket scientist to figure out the woman's line. And they haven't even spent the night together. Because exactly. what do you say to your husband? I'm going to go spend the night with my boyfriend? <laughs> Mm -hmm. I mean, unless he's, well, he's clearly not in on it because if he was in on it, she would have let her spend more time with him to, to make the scam more realistic and real. So yeah. he's, he's definitely not in on it. I think none of the guys know what's going on with her. And I think that's her, that's her superpower, uh, just being mysterious and, and keeping everything to herself. Like she doesn't give any emotion. She's super cold. She's super secretive. No one knows what's going on with her. You can't get any information. And like Carr said, you got to get a private investigator. You want to know anything about her, you got to get a private investigator. Yep. That's the only way you're going to find out anything about her. She's never going to tell you. They would have still had a storyline. They could have done the whole show on just what the private investigator found with all the messages well, back and forth after she's found if out. If Riley was smart, he would have had, him and Tiffany would have gotten together and made an account on that dating site and reached out to her because if you yeah. really want to know because i've heard stories like i've been watching 90 day i've been watching a lot of different shows and there are people i think big ed was one of them who was still on the dating app and he said he wasn't and then he was like oh but i'm not active on there you get an account you reach out to them get some pictures you know something that you know they like whoever their type is and see if they're really active or not reach out and yeah. see the best way to know is to catfish right you want to know if they're using that dating app have the person that you know that they're most attracted to or has a boat you know whatever they're looking for and have that person send them a message you want to know if they're still using that app maybe they hadn't logged in in a while but when they get that message are they going to look at it and respond that's what you really need to do and i feel like riley should have thought about that he's like oh she's still on the app but is she using it figure that out you don't have to ask her you can figure that out on your own
yeah, she's using it. She's got 30 other guys that are sending her 50 bucks here and 50 bucks there. She's making all, she's making yeah. all of us. Well, it's interesting and, and because. She and she wouldn't even answer the, uh, she wouldn't even answer the question um, when Tiffany was asking her, why was she so adamant about Riley deleting the app, but she was still in the app? Well, because she didn't want Riley to know that she was still in the app. That's why she was adamant. But then all of a sudden she can't understand the question. So that's fine. Right. Right. Now she has no understanding. Oh, yeah, it was Big Ed. Oh, I remember that because at the tell-all, it said that he was active an hour ago, meaning that yeah. he was checking that dating app while yeah. we were at the tell-all. Exactly. I wonder which dating app it is because do the dating apps, all of them tell you the, how recent they were active? I, I, don't, I don't know. know. I'm not on any. No. I don't it use the dating app, so I don't know. I wouldn't know how. I don't, either, I don't know. I don't either, but give me time and I'll find out if she's a scammer. Yeah, yeah. I want to know. I really want to know. I mean, I feel like we know, but I, I still want to know because this is this is a interesting story, and I just want to know what her end game is because he's there and he is planning to propose, and I don't think that's her end game. I think this is a scam that she, like you said, she's been running. And she's not asking for a lot of money. And I think that's why she's been able to be so successful. A lot of scammers, they want $1,000 or they want $2,000 or $3,000. When you're asking for $50 to $100 or $150, this scam can go for a long time. Like it can be a long running scam because you're not really asking for a lot. It's not, it doesn't raise as many red flags. Yeah. As like, got 30 of them sending that to you. Like, right. All you got to do is respond. And now I've got 30 people sending me $100 a month and I don't have to go to work. Exactly. Why didn't I think of it? I know, right? Why didn't we think of huh. this? Why are we working? Here? <laughs> it's annoying. I want to take I know. Off. This is dumb. <laughs> All right. So Jasmine had to come clean. Um, they went to the Panama Canal, which was beautiful, by the way. I've never been. I kind of want to go now. And she finally had to come clean because Gino was acting weird. Gino has like a bad poker face. Like the whole time that he had that information, it was like eating him from the inside. Like he couldn't pretend it's, it was okay. You know how some women or men, they can get bad information and they can like be like, oh, I'm fine. I'm going to wait. You know, I'm going to deliver this information. No, Gino was just like, look, I can't deal with this. Right. Like he's like, I can't take it. I need to know what's going on. And it's funny because Jasmine said, I'm more trustworthy and mature than Gino. And I was like, I don't know if that's true or not. That like, tr trustworthy, no. Mature, no. no. You know, like, I I'm going through it. I'm like, I don't really believe that. But I do feel that Gino is really taking steps to stand up for himself this season. I mean, it's granted. About when, time. Granted. Yep. And when Jasmine, when he was telling Jasmine what happened, he was shaking and he looked horrified. He yeah. still did it. Gino yeah. two seasons ago would have said nothing. He would have been upset and hurt and said nothing. But he is definitely standing up for himself and he is trying to put himself first, which I think is good. So how do you guys feel about the fact that Jasmine said she thinks about sleeping with Dane? She said that she doesn't act on it. But she said that it has crossed her mind because after they broke up, they were friends with benefits. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I have, before we go there, I have another question. Do you believe that they're living in the same building and not being friends in, with benefits? No. When Gino is not even touching her and hasn't in 18 months? No, 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 no. Okay. No.
woman, that woman is getting, whenever Gino is not there, why do you think she wanted to be in the building? He is banging that woman's head up against the um the headboard, okay? Yes. Come yep. on now. Every night. As much as she talks about sex. She said four or five times, she, she said four or five times a day if she had her way. There's some heavy petting going on there. <laughs> There's more than heavy petting going on. <laughs> There's no There's a way. Lot of bananas and donuts. <laughs> well, and Gino said it best. She would blow a fit. Yeah. yeah. That's his words. You don't blow a fit, you blow a gasket. But she would blow a fit. So. Well. Oh, wow. Okay. Whenever they were talking, first of all, Gino picked the correct spot to have this conversation yeah. because they're in public. Mm -hmm. So even if she did blow a, a gasket, it wouldn't be as explosive because they're in public. Yep. But when she brought up her, um, her ex-husband because she said, um, well, me and my husband got a divorce. One of the reasons because um, no communication. And then he brought up his ex. Yeah. She blew it gasket yep. it's okay for her to do it but yep. gino can't do it yep another that's double a standard. double standard that is so double standard yeah did, did you all did you also notice that she's very dominant in a conversation but yeah. when gino confronted her she got really nervous she started scratching her head she started looking the other way she was stuttering and I was like, Gosh. those are the signs of a guilty person. Because yep. normally she even started laughing. Right. And, and she was like, oh, well, I laugh. I laugh when I'm nervous. Nervous about what? What did you do? Because that the Jasmine that we know, she dominates the conversation. If you confront her, she will yell at you until you back down. So the fact that when he brought this up, the way that she reacted just gave me guilty. That's all I got from it. Absolutely. Me too. She's so guilty. I'm just glad Gino got a backbone yep. and stood up to her. It's about freaking time. Absolutely. Like, <laughs> but I, I do believe that that was, I mean, I do believe that that is the main reason why she moved into that apartment, into the building, and then a couple of um, doors down from Dane. Because, look, if there wasn't anything going on, then why didn't she come up and be like, hey, Gino, you know, my ex-boyfriend, you know, he lives in this building. He was telling me that there's an extra apartment. You know, I really love the place and this and that. Why not be Why not be honest from the get-go? Yep. He has to find out from her friend that he's even her ex. Yep. And then she spits out saying that he lives a couple of doors down. I mean, if that don't say guilty, I don't know what does. Yep. Yeah, it's, and it's then crazy to me. she's saying that he that she fantasizes about having sex with him. Yes. See, if, if that would have been me, if <laughs> my if if my my partner would have told me that they were fantasizing having sex with their ex, y'all be y'all be getting me out of jail because yep. <laughs> I would have. Mm, Her. I ain't, I ain't gonna say on. I ain't even gonna say what I do. Her I, I just that leave it lives, like that. That lives a couple doors down. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like for me, if, <laughs> I, if someone said that to me, but their ex lives like four or five states away, 
that's not as detrimental to me because I, I was like, well, I know that you weren't on a plane in the last week, so I know you're not doing that. But if they live like two or three doors down, and then I, I live like 15, 20 hours away on yep. a plane, that's not going to work for me at all. And I mean, and they, I'm not going to sit here and say that humans don't fantasize about things that they shouldn't. Right. You know, married, just because you're married doesn't mean that your sexual fantasies are turned right. off. But I don't want to sit here and be like, well, once they're they're in, engaged or they're married, they never think about. No, that's yeah. not the thing. But when you're thinking about a person and then you're actively making plans to be close to this person, move close to this person, you're talking to this person behind your fiance's back. Literally, she's having like, lunch have with right. having lunch once a week with this person. She had just had coffee. She said two days before Gino got there, and I mean. Come on. And, and then sends him on a vacation because Gino's coming. Because yeah. you don't want him and Gino to run up with each other. That is definitely a cover-up. When she said that he happened to be out of town the entire time yeah. that Gino was going to be there, I was like, that's interesting. What are the odds? Because you took him to meet your girlfriends. If he's just yeah. your friend, what's the difference? He should have been at that meeting too. Why would you make sure he's out of town when Gino's gonna be like that's really interesting because like somebody said in here earlier they're like there's nothing to be Portuguese princess there's nothing to be nervous about if nothing is going on and her reaction she was that was the most nervous I've seen Jasmine Jasmine is very sure in a conversation she's dominant she's loud she yells she gets her point across very easily this yeah. is the only time I've seen Jasmine unsure of herself and how to react she that literally yes she she literally she didn't know. So guilty. She is guilty. Guilty. She didn't even know how to answer the questions. But also, she, she straightforward said sex with Bane was great. It was amazing. If Gino said sex with my ex was great, it was amazing. Oh, Lord. Shit would have hit the fan. Right? She definitely is the queen of hypocrisy, I think. Yep. I'm gonna I'm gonna crown her at this point. She's a queen of yep. hypocrisy because she can do whatever she wants. You know, there's people in the world like that. Big Ed was one of them. Yeah. There's people in the world like that. They can do anything. It doesn't yep. matter. It, it's just okay. But when you do it, they're gonna slap. They're gonna slap you. They're gonna snap. They're gonna go crazy. And I feel like she's the queen of it. She's just like, well, yep. I can do it because I'm mature, or I can do it because I'm honest. And I'm like, how can you be honest when you're lying about? it right now because yeah. she was like i'm more trustworthy i was like as you're telling us you're trustworthy you're using it to cover up a lie that yes. you just told your fiance like that doesn't even make sense the irony is too thick yep i agree you know you know when when the production calls you a, a hypocrite they yeah. got some <laughs> they got some beef on you yeah, so right. don't even argue with them you know what i'm saying yeah. And we're only seeing, you know, we only see like a couple of minutes a week, but they're with them from start to finish. So if production comes up and calls you a hypocrite, girl, you lying. Well, you yeah, are lying. They've been following her around when Gina wasn't there. So they know exactly. what's going on. So they're yeah. like, well, you don't think that, because there's supposed to be a third wall normally with production. Like they're not supposed to interfere. So when they do say something on camera, it's important. You should take note yep. to that. When they get involved, it's important. They've seen things yep. and they want to expose it and they want to get the shot. 
Because they're supposed to be a third wall. Like, there'll be like 20 people standing next to you with cameras. You're supposed to pretend like they're not there. So when they actually say something to you, that's important. They want to catch you in something. So she knows that she's caught. But what's interesting to me is we know that she and Gino are still together. So it's like really yep. interesting to me that Gino got this information and didn't do anything with it. Because if I found out after all of this talk about a will, refusing to sign a prenup, that this person is potentially probably, I don't even want to say potentially, cheating on me, even had me purchase a place for her to live so she could be closer to the person she's cheating on me with. Yeah. Why would you stay together? Like, yep. I don't, like, that would be it for me. That would be the last shot. Like, you literally conned me into renting a place close enough so you could cheat on me conveniently. Yeah. Right? Like, I, you I, used me to make your cheating on me more convenient for you. So, yes. like, what, we're not getting married. Like, this is over. I, that, I don't understand. I, yep. I, 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 think, I, I think Gino has a bomb, uh, bomb that's going to drop on her. I really do. Because she has been so, what's a nice word for me to say? Um, <laughs> mean? <laughs> She's been yeah. so mean to him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and then to do what she's doing to him now. I mean, how long? I mean, we don't even know how long she she was cheating on him. We all know she was cheating. Yeah. I mean, it's already come out that. You know, that's that's why they break up, because she's honest. She finally tells him that, you know, she cheated. Okay, well, we don't know how long she did that. We don't know what happened behind the closed doors when the cameras were off. We don't know. You know what I'm saying? So I think he may have a little little bomb this, that he's going to drop on her. It's what I'm think thinking. I could be wrong, but... Well, I was thinking that the prenup is gonna have to come back up right you feel like that because when he said that his trust for her was was dwindling away i was like well now the prenup is a conversation you got to bring back up because yeah. you don't because the whole purpose of the prenup is you don't trust the person you don't trust their intentions now yeah. you have proof that her intentions are negative now you have to sign the prenup because first of all when she said that she wanted a will made out meaning that because it only takes 90 days for her to become his wife once she gets here. Yep. And some people don't even wait the 90 days to get married right away. So the fact that she brought up the, the will, it raised a flag for me because I was like, well, she's saying that 90 days might be too long yeah. for her to get what's entitled to her. She, she said that she wanted the will because it's a possibility that something could happen to him before she even got to Michigan. Yeah. Well, right. He's only 53 years old and he's in, I, mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to say good health, but he's, he's walking and talking. <laughs> but still, I mean, well, she messed everything up because he said that he was going to make sure that she was taken care of in the prenup, that she was going to be taken care of. Well, now all this has come into light. He's probably he's probably going to say nothing, you know, nothing belongs to her. Yeah. You know, maybe from when they got married for but anything before, I don't think he's gonna leave anything to her anymore. And then I, I, I'd be surprised if he leaves anything to her, even from the time they got married forward. So, yeah. I don't. I don't. See he's got some kind of bombshell. I, I don't, I don't know. See the point of getting married at this point, like I'm trying to follow along. I don't even see the point of getting married. 
Donna said Alexa played gold. Okay. <laughs> I see what I see what you did there. I see There's a part of me that wishes Donna wasn't married because I would watch her on any show, anytime. <laughs> Donna kills me. Well, yeah, anybody, she could be on anybody, can, anybody can fake on this show and say they're not married and get on it, okay? True. <laughs> yeah, that, is happened. that has that is happened. happened before. That has happened before. That is so, so anything is possible with TLC. That is true. So Tyree had a conversation with first of all his family, but also a private investigator. Private investigator has been a very um, interesting topic this season. It's like the lies are just flowing, right? I love it. I love all this drama because private investigators, it's like what someone said, the, goal, the lie detector test. I love hearing and seeing people get caught in lies. I used to watch Mari all the time yeah. just for the lie detector test. Because I love how sure someone is when they're telling you what they believe is true and, yeah. and stuff. And they're just like, you're lying. The lie detector determined that's a lie. So I'm really excited for the the um private investigator reports because i know there's one coming on violet and I'm, I'm so ready right i'm so ready to hear what she's hiding because the way she's hiding stuff you would think she's on the fbi most wanted list like the way she acts like she's in the witness protection program or on the fbi list like she acts like she is holding something huge back so i can't wait to hear about that so tyree knows that um carmella is a real person and she is a cam girl and I think we've had this conversation in the 90 day world because Larissa from Colt and Larissa was a cam girl. So I don't think I'm going to have to even go into like in-depth explanation of what that means. Right. I think we've already been there. Dee, Dee are you, are you following with us? <laughs> yeah. Yes. 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 I'm okay. I'll be like, wait a minute. Explain to me. <laughs> yeah. See, so we know that she's real and she's an American. I don't want to say she's an American, but she lives in America because you can be from yeah. anywhere live in America, but she lives in America. He reached out to the real Carmella and didn't get a response. And that's probably because there wasn't a payment attached to it. Yep. But he is still holding on to hope that there's different scenarios. He's the, still I think holding one, on to hope that it's just her husband or boyfriend trying to break them up. Well, I if mean, it's her, her husband or boyfriend, there there's no point right she's already in a relationship right there's no point going on and moving forward like all of his scenarios i'm trying to follow along because he's like oh well she's in jail so i can't reach her or she's married and i was like all of these scenarios would be deal breakers for me so i'm trying to but figure out what he tonight he said i'm still hoping that it's just her husband or her boyfriend trying to break us up like I would never go into a relationship and be like, gosh, I hope that's his wife or girlfriend trying to break us up. Right? What? Ever. How is that hope? How is that hope? If she's already married or in a relationship and she's uh, clearly chose the other person over you because you they've ended all communication with you. Yeah. They've clearly chosen, they made their choice and it's not you. Yep. How is that hope? Yep. But at this point, I just feel like we're watching an extended episode of Catfish. Yeah. This is just a crossover, right? I feel like, like this is just a crossover episode. Yep. Yeah, like, I mean, I, I like Tyree. You know, he is really sweet. You know what I'm saying? He wants he wants to be loved. Yep. You know, who doesn't want to be loved? 
But tonight, I just wanted to reach through the screen and just knock the shiznit out of him. Like, yeah. dude, wake up. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's I'm so over it at this point because what what else do do you need for for you to understand this is not a real person? I mean, it's a real person, but not who you think it is. You have been catfished. And whenever he was talking to his mom and his sister, he said just because they kept telling him that they loved him. Well, um, Tyree, you're getting catfished. They're going to tell you what you want to hear for you to keep sending them dollars over there. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. I just want him to accept it and move on. Um, I, I want to crown um, Tyree, too, on this episode. The King of Denial. Yes. Are, are we good? Yes. Okay. Yes. So, yeah, we're, just crown <laughs> we're giving out crowns tonight. Yep. This is like... Um, uh, what are the what's the awards where they give out crowns? Universe, Miss Universe. We're giving out yeah. crowns tonight. So Tyre is the king of denial. Like there's no discouraging him. Like when I was thinking of, I think I tweeted. I was like, Tyre is the type of person that would go to a funeral and on the way there, I'd be like, I hope they come back to life before yep. the end of the service. Yeah. Even though the person is dead, they're embalmed or whatever. That's how he's very hopeful, which is a good. It's a good character trait. Don't get me wrong. Seeing the bright side is a good thing but i think he takes it to the point where he ignores reality yeah and he ignores um the truth and understanding and sometimes i, I scratch my head and wonder if all the screws are tightened because i'm just like i i know that he is a good guy he's smart he has a, a job he takes care of his mom i know that he functions but like are the screws like all in the right socket yeah because i'm thinking like this every piece of information needed to let him understand and know that this is not real has been given to him and he's just not accepting. But a lot of people say this happens in real life too. Like when one party um, files for divorce, the other one's like, well, I'm not signing them. I'm, some yeah. people just don't accept things. Yeah. So maybe in this scenario, he's like, well, I don't care what the truth is and all that Because I've heard that lots of times where they had to just wait until they had to go to court and let the, the judge decide because one party was, they wouldn't cooperate. Yeah. In the divorce, they wouldn't sign the paperwork. They wouldn't go to the mediation. They just won't accept. So maybe this is where he is. He's like, well, if I don't accept the truth, I don't accept the situation, it's not real. Yeah. And yeah. I just, I, I just, I was hoping that there was like a video from the real Carmela and she just said, cause he, he did hear her voice, but that meant nothing to him because he had never heard it before. Yeah. Cause the, the PI was like, does this sound familiar? And he's like, well, I've never actually heard it. So that doesn't help me because I was hoping there was a video or a FaceTime call where the girl was like, look, I live in California, wherever she lives. This is what I do for work. I don't know you. Yeah. And everything was there. The PI was like the PayPal account linked to this um, adult site is not the same PayPal account that you've been sending money. Like all of the information is there. I yep. just don't understand what it's going to take for him to accept it. Well, I'm so sad. We already know that he's going back to Barbados. And somebody shows up. We just don't know who it is. Yep. I just hope it's Christian. Know. It's gotta be Christian. It has to be. I just want that's what I, I think it's confirmed that this guy has admitted that he's been catfishing him. He's admitted mm -hmm. that his name is Christian. He has admitted all of this. So I don't understand how somebody can be like, gosh, I hope that's just her husband and, and everything's it's gonna be fine that none of that is fine and it breaks my heart 
hurt. I hope he finds what he's looking for, but he's looking down the wrong alley. Yeah. He's the to the point of gullible that I'm scared for him in the real world. Yep. Like out there with the real because there's scammers out here. There are people that have horrible intentions. There are people who use people, take advantage of people. Like he's gullible to the point I'm scared for him to be out in the real world without supervision. Like yeah. I want someone that like, you know, when people say, don't let your grandparents on the internet. So, like, so that's how they get scammed. You know, there's like all these, they're like, don't let your grandma on the internet, let you watch it. I feel like don't let Ty Ray yeah. on the internet unless somebody's watching him because I'm worried. I'm worried because he believes everything, whatever anyone yeah. tells him, even when there's contradictory information, he still goes with what sounds good for him. Yeah. And yeah. it's just, I'm worried about him and I want him to just move on. Like, and I know it's hard for him because four years is a long time, but at the same time, you never talked on the phone, you never FaceTime. For, it, it, that wasn't even real. Like for me, four years of talking to a Snapchat, how is, I just have so many questions on that. Yeah. Like I need to know that you're a real person, like within the first couple of weeks. Like, cause or there's, in actuality, there's AI chatbots now yeah that will have a whole conversation with you. So like yep. at this point in 2023, you could be talking to a AI chat bot yep. for four years and never know because you've never seen them in person and they've never spoken to you on the phone, but you could be talking to something that isn't even alive. Yeah. I need to know within the first couple of hours that you're a real person or well, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not, I'm done. I'm pretty sure people who are dating now, like I hear people say that within like, matching on the app they send um a video saying their name in the city they live in and what time and the date just yeah and both of them send it back and forth just so you can move forward and if yeah. they can't do that you don't you don't bother dealing with that person because you're, you don't want to waste your time yeah like he wasted four years of his life when he could have been looking for someone else he could have been dating someone else he could have been hell four years as a college degree like he yeah. could have been doing something more productive than talking to this fake catfish person. So it's like, he really needs to move forward. And it's it's hard to admit that you were defeated, you know, and you got got, you know, no one wants to admit that they got got, but he just has to move forward. And the king of denial, accept your, your crown from us, Tyree. I feel like you're the king of that. And so, oh, I wanna talk about Cleo and Christian. And we gotta talk about Stadler. You know what, let's talk about Stadler and Dempsey before we get into Cleo and Christian. So Stadler made it to Manchester, I believe. And it started out bad, cause I was like, damn, Dem um, Stadler has bad luck. So yeah. Dempsey missed her connecting flight, which it happens, it's happened to me. Cause my original flight will get delayed or whatever the crap is. I remember one time we were on a plane, we were boarded, we were literally pulling out to, to taxi. And one of the, you know how they use the machine to pull you backwards because planes can't go backwards. Well, when yeah. he was driving away, he didn't unhook it completely. And he snapped the, he snapped part of the oh. wheel bearing. So oh. we had to literally deplane, go back in the airport, wait like three and a half, four hours for a plane to come in from Detroit. No, it's actually coming in from London. How weird. And that plane took us to Detroit. We had, so I was like, wow. and then when I got to, Atlanta, obviously, my connecting flight was gone. So it, it, it's just, she had horrible luck. Then when she gets there, she gets super sick. And then she has to go to the urgent care and she had a parasite, which is really scary. 
Good yeah. for your weight, though. You lose yeah. like a bunch of weight. Did somebody put a parasite in my food? Honestly, but anybody know where I can get one? <laughs> right, because I was like, oh, that's not good, but I know you're gonna be okay, and you're probably gonna lose like eight pounds. So yeah, it's a win-win. But she did meet Dempsey for the first time, and it was kind of awkward. And did did you catch her spraying her butt with perfume because she was like sit like. I don't know, like when I'm meeting somebody for the first time, I want my butt to smell naturally good. I would have needed to take a shower because I was like, I don't feel like the meeting is like perfect, you know, because this is their first time meeting. She, first of all, feels like hell sick and she hasn't showered. She's been back and forth on the toilet. And I was just like, maybe they should just wait till tomorrow. And then they were like yeah. meeting on the side of the road and exchanging presents on the side of the road. It was just kind of awkward. But I do feel like so, uh, they, they did have a connection, right? Yeah, but that was the most awkward meeting in 90-day history. Yes! Like, that was awful. It was, but it was like... Freaking cute. I already love her. So I hope she turns out to be great. Yeah, we didn't get a lot of her. But from what we got, I thought she, like you said, she's very cute. She's very sweet. Um, It was super awkward, but I think... I don't want to judge them based on that because when you meet someone for the first time, it's it's always awkward, you know. Because talking on the phone or the internet or FaceTime, it's not the same. When I meet people for the first time, I'm not my normal sociable, cool, awesome self. I can be a little awkward. Yeah. So I don't want to judge them on that, but I do feel that they need to spend time getting to know each other. And I feel like Dim or not Dempsey. I feel like Statler wants to just go to bed. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I've said this before. I think when you first meet somebody, spend a little bit of time getting to know them as a person and before you get in bed. And she was just like, let's go get in bed. And, you know, and I'm like, I feel yeah. like that's always a bad start because within an it's, hour of meeting someone. You literally just said you've been shitting your brains out all day and you hope you right. can keep it on the side. Hey, you want to go hook up? That's not an ideal scenario. I know. That's, that's Right. First of all, if I feel gross, Ain't no way. But second of all, y'all yep. just met. Go and have a cup of coffee or go and do something where y'all can just have a conversation before you just yes. jump in bed. I just feel like people do that so fast and they, yes. they don't spend that initial time getting to know each other. And it kind of takes the, the excitement away from the relationship. Like when you, yep. you go on a few dates, you have a lot in common and then you build up to that and then you guys are intimate. It, it builds up the relationship, but then when you do it an hour or two after you meet, like, what are you yep. building up to? You know, like, I feel like it, it's, I'm not like a prude. I don't want to come off as like a prude or anything, but like, I do feel like people rush that part of the relationship when they should, they should just fill each other out, you know, and see how they vibe yeah. with each other and see what they have in common and build a rapport so you don't feel like a stranger. So why do you want to jump into bed with a stranger, you know? Well, you know that I, I was surprised that she was as quiet as she was yeah. whenever they met. I was like, that is so awkward. That is so weird. Like, she's talking about how she wants to be all over her and all this. And they were just standing there laughing and giggling like little two little girls. <laughs> and then when they were standing there talking to the producer, she was like, oh, I ain't even looked at your um your butt yet. I need to look at your butt. And then she was like, you got a sexy butt. I mean, come on. Seriously, yeah. I, I I can't. I was like that. that yeah, just really disappointed me how how they were acting. I mean, and so, then exactly he kept talking about wanting to go 
stay in her room and go stay in her bed and all this other stuff. Like you just said, George, I mean, that is such a turnoff. I mean, if I'm just meeting you the, for the first time and you, that's all you talk about is wanting to go straight to the bed. Well, you can go to that bed by yourself. I'm going back home. Yeah. yeah. I feel like one's been sick all freaking day and all night. And the other one's just flown hours and then rode on a three hour train. Like, yeah. All of that is all, yuck. All of it. All of it. Everybody should go to their own room and take a shower and take, like, sleep that night and then spend the next <laughs> yes. together, right? Yes. Like, all of it. I don't want to be like Captain Prude, but like, everybody go home to your own rooms and take a shower. Then re reconvene in the morning, right? Like, that's that's too much for me. Take a shower, right, so brush your teeth, do that all kind of stuff because we've done, we, I've already been traumatized off of one couple. So, um, I mean, I, I can't. You take a shower, brush teeth, you know, get some sleep, relax, chill. You know, don't just jump in the bed after you done ate. Didn't you take yeah. a shower? Yep. Got off a 40-hour That's exactly what David and Sheila did. Yeah. And it's like. Well, I wasn't going to tell you what I was talking about, George. But okay. <laughs> exactly what they did. It's like, how do people go about doing that? Like, I need to feel clean. Like. Traveling is like the last thing that makes me feel comfortable about myself. Like traveling only, is just so fun. You only get one chance to make a first impression. So yeah, once that's your first impression, exactly. Like I stink. Yeah, right. This like, is all I, here I am. You kind of stunk. Like yeah, when we first got together, I remember you stank and you you weren't yeah. like no, that's not what I want at all. That's like my, yeah. my worst nightmare. Oh, Donna said, keep your leaky butt to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh my gosh. All right, so Cleo and Christian. So Christian wakes up the next day. So remember, he kind of went to sleep. I was trying not to fault him, though, because a 12 or 13 hour flight can be um, tiring. But we learned on this episode that he probably was drunk hitting on 21 year olds in the back of the plane. So maybe he wasn't tired from traveling. Maybe he was tired from just being I don't know. Do you guys get like a creepy vibe from Christian? Yes. Yeah, I was thinking that too. Yes. It's like wherever he, there's yeah. a group of women, he inserts himself. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. I don't know, I don't want to call him creepy, but it's just like he can find a group of women out of a crowd. Like wherever he goes, he can find a group of women to go over and talk to, which it, that, eh, I don't know. It's kind of, it's kind of creepy to me. I wanted to like him from the beginning. I wanted to like him. I thought this is going to be a great situation maybe he's gonna learn who he is all this stuff i lost so much more respect for him not that i had very much tonight anyway but literally he knows she's autistic yeah he knows that so why would you put her in i mean if you don't know anything about autism at least do your freaking research before you jump into a relationship mm -hmm. with an autistic person because you don't take them into this kind of place with all these kind of lights and danglies and commotion and so much happening i'm sure her sensory overload was through the roof and that was so disrespectful i'm just pissed about it I'm yeah he was he was very disrespectful and you know i and and hats off to her by you know staying as calm as she was staying yep. because you know i have uh, family members that are autistic and they can't hear not even the least little bit of loudness. It, it, they'll freak out. I mean, yep. they will 
freak out. And then, you know, like she said that um, she has to plan her day. Well, he's just a go with the flow kind of person. I get that. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I, I get that, you know, because I have to have my day plan. Yep. And because of my OCD and my anxiety, yep. because if I don't have a day planned, I freak out. So yep. I get where she's coming from. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, and then, like, he's not showing her no kind of respect whatsoever. And then we understand, you know, that he was probably jet lagged. Why can't he say, you know what? You know, I'm really jet lagged. Let me get some rest. I don't want you to think I'm being disrespectful. You know, let me sleep. Let me get some rest. And tomorrow we'll start fresh. He didn't even say that. He was like, well, good night. Yeah. yeah. Yep. What's that? Yeah. That's exactly I'm convinced. That comment right, right there, he was afraid to touch her cream because he's going to catch transgender. That just pissed me off. Yeah. Yes. I, that was that was so, I don't, I don't even so know what to say about him. I, I have zero respect for him. Zero. He's I'm convinced, nothing but disrespectful. I'm convinced that he, he doesn't know what being autistic entails yeah i'm almost convinced and it's almost crazy to me because i know i'm 100 percent positive that cleo explained it to him yeah there's no doubt in my mind that she explained to him the things that being autistic and how it affects her but for mm -hmm. some reason because i was like does this man not own google he's literally yeah. doing the opposite of what you would do with an autistic person yeah like literally just basic knowledge of autism you would know not to do these things. He was like, oh, she was like, I really like this first place where she decided to take him to have drinks. He's like, it's dead here. Let's go somewhere more busy and loud and crazy. Yeah. And she's like, okay, you know that crowds trigger me, loud noises trigger me, loud music triggers me. Why would you want to take me? It's like he was doing the opposite of what you would do with a person with autism. And it's like, I'm, I was convinced that she talks to him and he doesn't listen to her. I'm yep. convinced because she has made it very clear to this man because when they were leaving the apartment, she was like, oh, well, normally I plan things out. He's like, oh, let's just go walk in this direction. Let's just do that. And she's like, yep. I'm just trying to really make sure that he has a good day. And I was like, well, you shouldn't compromise what's going to make you feel comfortable for his lack of understanding of what you're going. Yep. I was like, right then and there, you should have said, well, look, I've explained this to you before. I don't like to leave my house and not know what my, my surroundings are. Control is something that is very important to someone who has autism. They need to control the environment and control the things that they encounter. So yep. you need to deal with the fact that you can sit in that apartment with her and plan out what you want to do, yep. or you can okay. go out by yourself. I didn't like that. She's like, well, I'm just trying to do what he wants. No, you don't need to try to do what he wants when he's being inconsiderate yep. and insensitive and, and ignorant to what you're yep. going through. And I hated that. And the fact that he just kept inserting anything that he wanted into what they were doing. He's reaching over, talking to these girls over here. And he's like, oh, you should come over here and do that. You shouldn't be shy. She's not shy. She's autistic. Yep. And it just, yep. everything about the situation pissed me off. Yeah. Because I was like, how dare you call someone who has autism shy? That is such an ignorant thing to say. They are not shy by any means. They have a sensory overload when they have so many different things there was like seven people at that table she said that she has a trouble when more than one person is communicating at once and that's a processing issue for her like it's like he doesn't listen or maybe he does this and he just doesn't care either way it pissed me off yeah he also
also doesn't understand transgender, clearly. Well, right, yeah, because he, he was like, oh, well, what happens if I touch her arm before the cream dries? Should I be worried? I'm like, worried about what? That you're going to turn into a trans woman? Like, what the yeah. fuck? Is, what, what, what do you even yeah. mean by that? Yeah, and then when I did like how she said, when he said, well, sorry, I went right to sleep. She's like, I wouldn't have slept with you the first night anyway. But yeah, I caught response, that. I was like, good for you. I love that. But his response pissed me off because he said, oh, I get it. You're a classy broad. Like, dude, I just oh. want to punch in the fucking mouth. Sorry. I don't think, I don't think they're going to be a good match. No. Like, honestly, because I was like watching and I was like, I know that they've been talking all this time and I know that she has had these conversations with him because he, because she said in her package, she's like, he knows I'm autistic. He knows that I'm this trans woman. She made sure she put everything out there on the table and he did absolutely nothing with the information. Yeah. And that's his fault. Not her. She did everything that she was supposed to do. And him coming over there with his ignorance, it really got to me. Because I was like, he reminds me of a typical frat boy, right? right? Is that what you get? Like, yeah. He's just a typical frat boy. Like, he doesn't care what he does, what he says, who he offends, who he bothers. He just walks in, inserts himself in other people's conversations. Like, it was typical frat boy behavior. And I was like, you've listened to her and you've spent time with her getting to know her and knowing what she does like doesn't like how how this affects her life and then all of that's out the window when you get a few drinks yeah and oh another thing that pissed me off he's like well let's just get a few drinks in you then you'll be okay that's not how autism works okay no that's not how it works at all none of this that's not how any of this works no he just wanted to get drunk yep. that's all he yes. wanted to do drunk and party it's it's never gonna happen. She's way she's way too good for him. She's way too smart for him. Mm -hmm. she, she deserves so much better. I think that she's seeing now that he's never been ready because yep. she had doubts. She's like, I don't know if he's ready for this relationship. And it, it's not just because she's a trans woman. I don't think he's ready for a serious relationship at all with anybody. With any That's where I'm landing because yeah. I was like, oh, maybe he's just not ready. You know, because it's his first time dating. Trans no, I have nothing to do with any of this. Yeah. The fact is, he's not ready to date anybody at all. He's immature. He's got, like, the mind of a 17-year-old. Yep. He's, like, chugging alcohol. He's like, oh, let me just chug this real quick so I can have fun. Yep. You don't have to be yep. drunk to have fun. If you like the people that you're with, you can have fun sober. Absolutely. So that, that rubbed me the wrong way. So I was like, oh, so you got to chug this drink so you can have fun with her? That's, that yep. pissed me off, too. Yep. I hope y'all so. like me, George, because I don't drink, so. Wait, you don't? <laughs> no. Oh, I, I don't. I'll probably embarrass you. I act a fool when I'm drunk. I, but I'm, I'm, used to, I'm, used to, I'm used to being around. My, my whole family's redneck, so that should tell you right there what kind of drunk people I deal with. So, but no, Wait, that's. You know what that means for, for us? That means, George, you and I have a DD, literally. A designated yes. driver, yeah. Yes. That's why everybody says my name fits me perfectly because I've always been the designated driver. So <laughs> that's good. That's good. We don't have to spend like hundred and fifty bucks on an Uber every time. You just, just don't just don't be mad at me if y'all all over on my social media the next day, okay? Because I'm gonna be laughing at you and I'm gonna be taking pictures and videos, okay? That's just fine. saying, just giving you a forewarning. That's but in in all seriousness, though, um. Why, why does he want to get her drunk so bad? 
Like, so he, I don't know. Is he wanting to like do something to embarrass her? No. Or make her? No. 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 He's trying to sleep with her, and then he can say when it blows up and doesn't work out, or somebody says something about him being with a trans, he can say, "I was so drunk that I didn't know what I was doing." But she hasn't had the, the surgery shit. yet. That that's my point. He's trying to have sex with her regardless of how it happens and then when it bites him in the ass because everybody's coming after him he can say i only did it because i was drunk because he's that much of a piece of shit mm. see i don't like that at all, all all i picked up from the guy he's like i'm gonna use this as an excuse the faster i can get drunk the faster i can do this and the faster i can say it was the alcohol yeah yeah that's Sad. That is really that is really sad. That's my. I mean, if you're gonna be with somebody, whether you know, um, no matter what they are, you know, no matter what they are, if you're gonna be with them, you need to be with them because you truly want to be with them, yep. no matter what. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, like this is an experiment for him. Like he's like, I'm gonna is. try this out because yep. he said in his package, he's like, he made out with a guy in college. So this has been something in the back of his head, right? So this is something he's gonna try out. And unfortunately, this isn't something that Cleo is trying out. This right. is who she is, her life. This yep. is her absolute true identity. Yep. And he doesn't respect the fact that this is who she is for the rest of her life. She's not gonna wake up one day and decide this isn't who she is. This is right. who she is. He wants the opportunity to try it. See how, it's like a test drive. He's yep. at the car lot and he sees a nice shiny car He's like, well, I'm going to test it out. If I like it, I'll buy it. And if not, I'll leave it here. That's exactly how he feels. I, I honestly believe that. That is. Yep, I agree. I don't care if you're a man, woman, transgender, what you are. You should never, ever, ever do anything like that to anybody. You know what I'm saying? That is just, that is, that is lower than low. He's Disgusting. And I mean that, and that's the kind of vibe I'm getting. He's wanting to do something to her to to like really pretty much destroy her. I mean, yep. he showed his true colors tonight. Like, how? Why would you do that? You know, we were just talking. She's autistic. She's OC. She has OCD. She has very bad anxiety. She has panic attacks. She has to wear um hair hair um earbuds. Um, she has like a little flower um lanyard. So if she's having a panic attack, she can put it on so people around her will know what's going on with her. Yeah. And like tonight, he just really, really showed his true colors. So I don't like him. I don't. I don't like him. I don't like anybody who tries to do anything despiteful towards anybody. Yeah, I, I'm. I don't like that. I'm the same way. Deceitful, underhanded stuff. I don't like it. Just be honest and be real. But Kari, you know that I think that he is trying to experiment and trying to try something new, but yep. there's feelings involved, you know? Like if he wanted to do this, go on a dating app and, and hook up with somebody, Yeah, that's you know? Don't, don't play with this woman's feelings the way that he did. I hate that he's doing that to her. And how just how he disregards everything about her feelings. Yep. It just irritates me because she took him to a place that she picked out that was quiet, calm. It was just literally them and one other person on the patio. She felt very comfortable. She was going to be able to talk, get to know him. 
He's like, well, this is boring. Let's go somewhere better. And he's like disregarding how it makes her feel. And he's like, well, yeah, you say you don't like it, but I'm going to try to help you like it. Yeah. It's, this yeah. isn't like eating um, fish, okay? Yeah. You know, when somebody's like, oh, I don't like fish. I'm like, oh, well, I'm going to cook it a certain way. And you might like, this isn't fish, okay? Right. This is autism. Yep. This isn't something that you can make better by, um, what do you call it, um, exposure therapy. That's not how yeah. it works at all. And I just, I don't know, it just really rubbed me the wrong way to me. I was just really angry at his ignorance um, to her feelings and to her medical condition because I really, really hate when people hurt people intentionally. And I don't know if it's intentional or just his ignorance. I don't know which one it is. Honestly, I can't figure it out. I don't know I if he's just... I don't even think the guy's ignorant. I think he's just outright stupid. He's just a yeah. I mean, he did say in the beginning, you know, that is all, all he wants to do is drink and party and have fun. Yeah, yeah. that is not what she's about. Exactly. Not even close. Mm -hmm. Not even close. It's crazy to me. And, and in his mind, he's like, well, oh, just like um Misha and Nicola, like, well, you think you don't like it, but I'm gonna try to get you to yeah. no. That's like, in Misha's case, it did work. She yeah. got Nicola to do it and he did like it, but he's not autistic. He doesn't have anxiety. Um, it was just a religious preference that he thought he had. Yeah. So yeah. her exposing him to dancing worked out. He actually had a good time. But when it's a proven medical condition, that's not how it works. You right. don't just say, oh, well, I know you don't, you don't think you like this, like it's fish. You don't think you like it, but if I cook it a certain way, you'll probably like it. No, it just, I just feel like it's very insensitive and um, dismissive. Yep. Like the way that he treated her that whole night was just so dismissive. Yep. Like the way that he was talking to those other girls, knowing that she didn't like it and then he continued to do it. It was just so dismissive. Yep. Like every time she said how she felt, he was just like, eh, cool, whatever. It's yeah. fine. It's not fine. I don't, I don't like dismissive behavior. Like I like for people to be seen and heard. Absolutely. Yeah, I hope that she kicks him to the curb sooner than later. Yeah, I need her to find somebody that is on her level and yeah. is mentally mature and just good enough for her. Yeah. I don't want to be like that, but like just good enough for her. Somebody yeah. who deserves someone like her, a smart, intelligent person who is living happily and functionally, even despite having autism and having these issues, she's still living a very productive life. Yeah. And she, she needs to be with somebody who understands, respects, and appreciates the person that she is. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it, yep, that's yeah, exactly. Accepts the, accepts her 100% of how she is and who she is. It's, it's yeah. not Christian. It's not Christian. I don't have anything against him. You know, I feel like people are allowed to be who they want to be. But if you want to be a partier, you know, I say this all the time because I, I know people and they'll like get engaged and then get married and then they'll turn around and they'll cheat on their wives. And I'm thinking, if you wanted to be single, why did you go and bother yeah. this woman? She was minding her own business, take her out on dates, propose to her, have her walk down the aisle and get married just two years later, turn around and cheat on her. Why didn't you just let her be? If you don't want to be a good person, don't drag other people down with you. Yeah. You know, like, don't do that. That is so messed up. Like, why do you have to go and drag other people down into your negative, toxic yeah. behavior? 
That woman was minding her own business, working her own job, living her the best life. Then you went and disrupted her world, proposed to her, married her, and then two years later, she finds you cheating in her house. Like, why didn't you just be single? Nobody told yeah. you to get married. Yep, it's sad. I just, I hope it's done soon for her sake. Yeah, I hope so too. I, I think that they met, they wanted to see how it went. It's not going to work out and she should put his ass back on the plane and send him back to Minneapolis, right? I feel like it's time for him to go home. He's been there long enough. Yeah. I okay, so tomorrow, before the 90 days, oh, wait, the other way. The other way comes on tomorrow, and there's some information that we're going to talk about tomorrow because we, um, I think Mac and Chisme and 90 Day Sips Reality have been posting a lot about Brandon and Mary. So yes. there's a lot of new stuff that we're going to be talking about tomorrow, which I'm really excited about. Yes. Um, so, and a lot of it has been verified or whatever, which, oh, and it's kind of going to be a spoiler. So for people who might not want a spoiler, we'll tell you right before we start talking yeah. about it in case you don't hear it. But it's it's very interesting. It's a thickened plot yes. to the season. So I'm excited to talk about that. But this season of Before the Night Days, we're on episode seven. I believe I was told there's 15 or 16 episodes. So we're not even halfway through. Yeah. So there's wow. still so much. I know, right? There's a lot more drama yeah. that we're going to yeah. get. And I, oh, I have some insider info. The tell-all for Before the 90 Days will be filmed this coming weekend. So if you happen Ooh. to see any of the cast members traveling, they're yeah. going to the tell-all. So I I'm, I'm, I can't wait, though. I don't know I don't know what's going to happen at the tell-all. I don't know who's going to be there, but I just know that it'll be filmed this coming weekend. So if you're in the New York City area and you see any of the cast members, that's why they're there. I'm totally on the opposite side of the United States. I know, right? They've only done LA filmings like twice. It's always in yeah. NYC, which I hate, but. All right, well, I'm only, I'm only 12, was it 12 hours away from New York? So 12, 13 hours away, so I love yeah. that you said only. I know. <laughs> I love that you look, said only. Look, you guys know that, you know, you guys know not only I do this, but I have my other job and I do the acting and I do the modeling. So, I mean, I drive to California. I drive to Las Vegas. I drive anywhere I need to go. You know what I'm saying? I don't do airplanes. George, you know this. I don't do airplanes, okay? So, 12 hours to me is like, it's well, nothing. Well, I mean, because it, it takes me four and a half days to get to California. I just looked. It's 2,814 miles, so 42 hours away from me. Jesus Christ. That's a, a long wow. time. Wow. Yeah, I only do airplanes. I don't like to drive at all. <laughs> Me if too. I could like get in a helicopter and go to the Walmart down the road, I would do that, but it's too expensive. Yeah. Like I don't Look, like if I I can't get to you or wherever I'm trying to go driving or on a on a ship, I'm not going. <laughs> I'm and not I, going. I can't, I can't. not going. <laughs> Well, we're very different because I can't swim, so I don't get on ships, but I get on planes like yeah. they're cars. So I will get on a plane and go anywhere. I ain't getting on no air um on no cruise ship because they're in the water and I can't swim. And I I know that water the ocean, more so the ocean, like when I go to Disney, I'll ride the ferry. But like I can't get in the ocean. Like if I can see the land, I'm okay. If I can only see water all the way around me, that is that's a panic attack. So no, put me, have to yeah, put me in the middle of the ocean, and I am happy. Put me on an airplane, and I'm just fine. 
Me too. Me too. And hopefully they have lunch service on the plane, right? Because I'm yep, that, that makes absolutely. me more happy. Yep. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, thanks for joining us. This was the Before the 90 Days um, episode seven chat. So we'll be back tomorrow for the other way. What episode is it? Number two, right? Yeah, number two. We'll be back tomorrow for the yeah. second episode the other way. And we have a lot of tea tomorrow. So we're going to be talking about some some stuff that we found out from Brandon and Mary's families and stuff. So we're excited about that. Um, make sure you're following me on all social media platforms at GeorgeMossi, GeorgeMossi.com. And anywhere you get your podcasts, um, type in The George Mossy Show, like on Spotify. Please follow my co-host, Kara and Didi. They are tagged in this video. We do this together every week. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you all really soon. See you tomorrow. Bye. 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 See you tomorrow. Bye-bye. <laughs>